have. Welcome, Christian Television Network. Glad all of you are on. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. 55 minutes of fury launching right into vaccines tonight for a brief moment. Albert Borla tweet. Now, this is the CEO of Pfizer who actually refused his own vaccination. Well, about a year into the availability of the vaccinations, he himself still wasn't vaccinated, was questioned by a mainstream reporter and said that he was holding off until all of his employees, blah, 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 got vaccinated. But let's look at the fruit of his labors. I would like to let you know that I have tested positive for COVID-19 on August 15th, 2022. You're like, oh, well, that's old time. We all knew that. Well, just wait. I'm, I am thankful. Oh, man, I forgot to tell Aaron to get the music ready. Aaron, if you can, think of, see, if you get the, see if you can get that music out. He is now, of course, pledging his allegiance, his oath of allegiance to the globalist, leftist, COVID narrative that, you know, what we call the branch COVIDians. He is making his pledge to that, of course, as a grandmaster. There it is. I am thankful. Here it is. I am. This is the oath of allegiance. I am thankful to have received four doses of the Pfizer BioNTech vaccine. And I am feeling well while experiencing very mild symptoms. I am isolated. And not only did I take four doses of the Pfizer vaccination, I'm also taking the Pfizer uh, tablet of uh, Paxlovid, and I have started a course of Paxlovid. There it is. That is the oath of allegiance. If you are part of the globalist bourgeois left, then you have to make the oath of allegiance as soon as you catch the virus that you are vaccinated against four times. You have to do the oath of allegiance. And that oath of allegiance, of course, is I am thankful to be vaccinated against the virus that I currently have. Go to the next one for me, Will. Albert Borla again. Now look at the date this time. The one that I just read you was August 15th, 2022. Not 2021, not 2020. August, it was August 15th, 2022, he said, I tested positive. So here we are, a month and nine days later, so approximately 40 days later, I have tested positive for COVID, and I'll add this word in, again, which he should have put in. I am feeling well and symptom-free. I have not had the new bivalent, bivalent booster yet. As, and remember, he'd already had four, so he's waiting for his fifth booster. Thankfully, there you go, Aaron, I knew you'd catch on. As I was following CDC guidelines to wait three months since my previous COVID case, which was back in mid-August, 40 days ago. And once again, while we have made great progress, the virus is still with us. This is all part of the oath of allegiance. The oath of allegiance to the bourgeois WEF vaccination mask COVID totalitarians, you must make your oath of allegiance. Even if you are four times vaccinated and have caught COVID twice in 40 days and you took Paxlovid. Remember, Paxlovid is supposed to keep you COVID free. It's supposed to be actually a replacement for ivermectin. It's strange it doesn't work coming from Pfizer, isn't it? All right, go to the next one for me, Will. This is interesting. Excited to share. And remember, this is, look at the date on this one. So the first one, (laughs) excited to share. This is from when they first came out with the vaccination. Look at the date, April April 1st, 2021, about four months after the vaccinations came out. Excited to share. Now remember, this is a man who's caught COVID twice in the last 40 days, four times vaccinated, on Paxlovid, and waiting for his bivalent fifth dose. Excited to share that updated analysis from our phase three study, who phase three study with BioNTech also showed that our COVID-19 vaccine also showed that our COVID-19 vaccination 
was 100% effective in preventing COVID-19. Cases in South Africa, and he emphasizes, 100%. All right, bring it back to me. So there you go. Now, here's the head of Pfizer, the CEO of Pfizer. Let's, let's, let's surmise all four of these, of these uh, or all three of these, these, uh, these tweets. So he says, first of all, he catches COVID August 15th of this year, catches COVID again yesterday, or is that, is that today? Today's, 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 so he catches it and announces it again today, 40 days later, he catches it again, puts out his vaccine status, vaxxed once, vaxxed twice, vaxxed three, vaxxed four, and then on Paxlovid, and then anxious, and then as he catches COVID this time, he says, you know what, I've already been four times vaccinated. And I'm waiting. I haven't, I haven't gotten the latest fifth uh, quintuple vaccination yet. So he'd already had four vaccinations on Paxlovid. This is quite the vaccine, right? And then now he's waiting for his fifth one. And back in April of 2021, he's saying that, you know what? Our trials are showing, our trials are showing that the vaccination is 100% effective in stopping the transmission and the infection of COVID-19. This is the CEO, and then emphasize it 100%. This is the CEO of Pfizer, basically going out and swearing in front of the public that our vaccination is 100% effective in stopping infection and transmission, and then now has caught it twice in the last 40 days, four times vaccinated, on Paxlovid, and anxiously waiting for his fifth vaccination. That is, that is a absolute a summation of the entire vaccination narrative, the entire COVID narrative, the entire mask narrative, the entire lockdown narrative. That, that is a summation of all of it. It is the epitome of all. All of it. It is all useless. It is all propaganda. It is all for the love of money. It is all to usher in a one world commerce system with a singular access point because you can't get to the vaccine passport without the vaccine. And that was the reason behind it all from day one. Shifting subjects. Now, what, what I was just talking about, leveraging you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point which of course is illustrated in Revelation 13, Revelation and Revelation 14, verses 16 and 17 and 13, and verses 9 through 16 and 14. That shows you that is the one world commerce system with a singular access point. Singular access point, possibly a vaccine passport or a green card or a, a climate pass a central banking system pass based on your personal ESG score, environmental social governance score that right now is only put on to businesses, but it will be put on to you. Not because any of the people that will be putting it on to you care about the climate, but only because they want to control you because it's a pseudo-sexual sort of power pervert perversion that the people want to have control of, over other people. The Klaus Schwabs, the Bidens, the Democratic Party, Justin Trudeau, Emmanuel Macron, the globalist left, Angela Merkel, Boris Johnson, all of them, all of them. Uh, John Kerry, the Hollywood left, anybody and everybody that has anything to do with the World Economic Forum wants to leverage you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point that's why you had the world economic forum and the gates foundation put on event 201 which war gamed uh, a, a covid outbreak a coronavirus outbreak and nobody even heard the terms covid or corona before but it's all a worldwide cabal it's all the same spirit do not believe every spirit 
but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. 1 John chapter 4, verse 1. It's all part of the same spirit. Everything. Gun grabbing to steal your freedom. And then after every one of these sentences, I could, I could put to leverage you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point, but I'll do that at the end. To steal, to take away your guns, to confiscate your guns so that they have power over you. So they put you into an, have you have you regulated with an ESG score, make you make, no longer have gas cars so that your car is hooked to a power grid of, of a, com, a company that's providing the power to that grid is an ESG company controlled by the government. Whatever it may be, whether it's socialized medicine or socialism, it's all about controlling you. CRT is all about controlling you. You will say what you have to say or there will be societal consequences for you. You won't qualify for your singular access point to a one world economy. That's the point of it all. If you don't call a man a woman and a woman a man, you will, you will lose your social credit score. So your singular access point to a one world economy will be taken away from you. That's the point of every last thing that you see, whether it's COVID, whether it's climate change, whether it's gun grabbing, whether it's the homosexual agenda, whether it's open borders, whether it's masking, whether it's locking down, whatever it is, it's all antichrist spirit stuff to leverage you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point. One of those spirits is rampant lawlessness and crime. Why would they want rampant lawlessness and crime? First of all, because it doesn't threaten the globalist, elitist, bourgeois, very wealthy left. The Republican Party is no longer the party of the rich in America. The Republican Party is the party of the middle and working class. So that's it. Now, here's the thing with it. How it works is this, is if you have rampant crime, namely rampant gun crime, then they can say that we have a gun problem. So they will go and confiscate lawful gun owners guns. That's the point behind it all. That's what's happening. So I, I, I labeled this section the crime cabal. This is a Robbie Starbuck video. Republicans living in blue states or cities need to make a plan to get out when things go fully upside down. Look no further than the so-called Safety Act. So the very thing, I'm a, I'll let this video speak for itself, but the very thing that the, that the act is espousing, it does the opposite of. Just like the Inflation Reduction Act is actually the Inflation Production Act, the Safety Act is the lack of Safety Act. Play it for me, Will. I can't even begin to tell you how dangerous this act is. First, it was passed in the middle of the night with 40 minutes to read an 800-page bill, which is unacceptable. As of January 1st, 2023, the following things will go into effect, and people need to be aware of this. <clears throat> it abolishes cash bail for almost every offense. This includes, but isn't limited to, kidnapping, armed robbery, second-degree murder, drug-induced homicide, aggravated DUI, threatening a public official, and aggravated fleeing and eluding. Offenders released on electronic monitoring have to be in violation for 48 hours before law enforcement can act. They could almost drive to Alaska before we can even look for them. It denies victims their constitutional rights. And keep this in mind, businesses and homeowners, officers will no longer be able to remove trespassers from your resident, residence or your businesses. Someone could decide to live in your shed, and all we can do is give them a ticket. 
you have to decide what level of force is required to remove them and whether or not it's legal. This is a massive threat to the residents of Orland Park, Cook County, and Illinois. I want to remind voters that several elected officials that will be on the ballot in Orland Park voted for this abomination. Senator Michael Hastings, Senator Emil Jones, and Representative Justin Slaughter all voted to put criminals ahead of the safety of law-abiding citizens and police. In particular, Senator Hastings, who personally told me that this, that this bill, that he had a family, and that this bill was horrible, and there was no way he would vote for it. An outright, an outright lie that, in my opinion, disqualifies him to hold his office. I will gladly cast my vote for, the re for this resolution and demand the repeal of the Orwellian Named Safety Act. Yeah, the Orwellian Named Safety Act because it's the opposite of anything having to do with safety. They're decriminalizing violent crime. And not only that, but somebody can go and establish residency in your backyard. There's not a daggum thing you can do about it. And this is the Safety Act. Of course, when you have armed security and you have a 10-foot razor-wired wall around your house like all the Democrats do, then you don't with their armed security, the guns that they have that you're not allowed to have, then there's, that's not a threat to them for now. And by the way, what they'll do is they'll let this go until they crush the middle class, leverage you into a one-world commerce system. You'll be leveraged easily in because there's no, you'll have no self-defense because they've confiscated all your guns using the excuse of, of rampant crime to do so. They'll leverage you into this one-world commerce system, allow this crime to crush you, but never actually touch, touch you, and then they'll crush all the criminals. Then it'll turn into a Thailand where they cut people's hands off for stealing. Then it'll turn into all of those things because they're actually the most barbaric people. Their, bar their barbarism just isn't, isn't focused, isn't directed at the criminal. Their barbarism is directed at you. Right, let's go to the next one here. I just wanted to show you, you can side-by-side side these. This right here, is San Francisco right now. This is this is the state of Pelosi, Adam Schiff, uh, Kamala Harris. They're all from San Francisco. Every last one of them. London breeds San Francisco, where they have decriminalized crime, decriminalized uh, dr open drug use and shooting up heroin with needles on the street, uh, decriminalized urinating on the street, defecating on the street. This right here is San Francisco. Remember the, the city where the very picturesque city where many movies have been shot and everything else? Well, that, this is the state of San Francisco now. This is what they want for you. This is what they want across from your home. And it will get there unless we stand, when we are standing. All right, go to the next one for me, just side by side. And this is, this is right now, this is New York City. This is actually, in, it says on the screen, Tribeca and Soho. This is New York City. And I mean, right now, this is what New York City actually looks like. And this, of course, is under the leadership of Eric Adams and Kathy Hochul, the mayor and governor of New York, respectively. This is what New York City looks like. This is what's happened in New York City. I was in New York City in 2017, and I was walking the streets at night. It didn't look anything like that. It only takes, as Biden is illustrating, a very short period of time for a Democratic liberal politician to destroy a city, to destroy a country. Go to the next one for me. Joel Fisher video. Kathy Hochul visited uh, New York City and claims that the streets are safe. This is Kathy Hochul, the governor. I can't show you. I can't uh, play the audio for you because every other word is an F word. Look at the violence that's happening on the streets. No, where are the cops? There are no cops. This guy's literally, this, this guy's life is in danger. Watch what happens to him. His life is in danger. And again, white supremacist terrorism running wild in the streets of New York. You know, so there you have it. And of course, you know, like I said, white supremacist terrorism, bring it back. Yeah, there you go. Um, white supremacist ter terrorism, according 
to Christopher Ray of the FBI, Joe Biden, Merrick Garland is the greatest existential threat to America. And as you hear me say every show, and it may sound redundant, but it's the reverse of gaslighting. It's the reverse of propaganda. It's spouting endless truth. Where are the videos of the white supremacist terrorism, terrorists if they are the greatest existential threat to Americans? Where are all the videos? Where are the terrorist acts of the white supremacist terrorists? I would be completely against any color of any terrorist. It doesn't matter. I don't care what color you are. If it's an Asian supremacist terrorist, a black supremacist terrorist, if it's a white supremacist terrorist, if it's a Latino supremacist terrorist, it doesn't matter to me. I'm against anybody who kills innocent life because, and that includes abortion, of course, because it's a satanic spirit. It's a, it's a spirit of murder. So I'm against it all. But, but, but I'm also against lying spirits. When you come out and say the number one threat to America is white supremacist terrorism. The number one threat to America is the Chinese Communist Party. The number coinciding either 1A or tied is the Democratic Party. That's the number one threat to America. They're the ones that are causing the most deaths around the globe. As, as democratic policies are unleashed on cities, cities and unleashed on this country through the Biden administration, we have a 40% increase in violent crime in a year, 25% increase in murder in the state, in the city of New York alone. It only took Joe Biden. We have open borders, which, is causes, which causes rampant crime, both to people that are crossing the border and to, the, and, and to American citizens when criminal aliens run them over in their cars, rape them, and murder them. Yes, it happens. Yes, I said, rapists cross the line. We'll cross our border. It doesn't mean I'm calling everybody a racist. And I don't even care if people accuse me of saying it. I don't care what some leftist baby butchering COVID tyrant has to say. I don't care about their opinions because they have a convoluted mind. I don't care what their mind is just off center. I don't care what they have to say. But speaking of the FBI, this is a Todd Starnes tweet. Dozens of F, get this now. Dozens of FBI agents, dozens of FBI, dozens, dozens. And again, let me just say this to you. And I know those of you that watch the TLP all the time, you already know this, but I was 25, I'm 20, I'm a 25 year retired police officer in 1992 to 2017. Did 25 years straight and a day. You can pull it up and check, check my, check my bona fides. If you want to Sarasota County Sheriff's office, I retired as a sergeant. When would you ever, and, I, and again, I, I, I've never been at the SWAT level or anything like that, so I'm not claiming any sort of tactical expertise, but I was around law enforcement for a long time, and I saw when the SWAT team was called out. And why would you ever send a SWAT team armed with automatic weapons to this guy? Well, explain that to me. A, a pro-life activist, an unarmed pro-life activist with, it looks like, uh, seven kids explain to me why you would send but but going back to the article dozens of FBI agents storm house a what arrest well-respected pro-life author Todd here's the article from Todd Starnes as many as 30 30 30 FBI agents 30 FBI agents swarmed the Pennsylvania home where are they in the remember the remember I just showed you the the streets of New York the streets of San Francisco? Where's the FBI? It's obviously a systemic crime issue that has to do with the country. Where's the FBI? I know that mainly has to do with local jurisdictional policing, but however, where's the FBI? Where's the FBI with the, with the countless amount of murders and countless amount of, of fentanyl crossing the border every day? Where's, where's the FBI? No, nowhere to be found. But there's plenty of FBI agents at a well-respected pro-life author's house. 
As many as 30 heavily armed FBI agents swarmed the Pennsylvania home of a well-respected pro-life author and Catholic leader. So why exactly did Attorney General Merrick Garland send a small army to arrest a prominent member of the pro-life community? The FBI confirmed to CNA Friday that Hoke was arrested outside his residence Friday morning without incident. In a press release, the U.S. Attorney's Office from the Eastern District of Pennsylvania said that Hoke is being charged with, here's his charges now, ready? A violation of the Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances Act. Woo! You need 30 FBI agents for that. Give me 35 FBI agents with AR-15s set to automatic to, for, a, for a violator of the Access to Clinical Entrances Act. Woo! That's a dangerous man. More commonly referred to as the FACE Act. Agents said this is the state of our judicial criminal justice system right now in America. This is the state. 30 FBI agents with AR-15s on automatic pointed in the face of this guy and his children for doing what? Agents said they were arresting Hope because he reportedly shoved. You have FBI agents shoved an abortion activist. So you activate 30 FBI agents armed with automatic weapons because he shoved an abortion activist. A misdemeanor battery. A a misdemeanor battery requires the dispatching of 30 FBI agents with automatic weapons. This is, why is it? Because this guy's the wrong party and the FBI is nothing more than the brown shirt Goebbels Gestapo for the Democratic Party and the DNC. This is an abomination to America. An absolute abomination to America. I'm ashamed of these cops. And don't, be, don't tell me it's just, it's just the head of the FBI that needs to be changed. The leaders, no, no. These rank and file guys need to take a stand and say, I'm not going to go into a pro-life author's house who, did a, who committed a misdemeanor battery with automatic weapons in and point my AR-15 in his face when we could just go to local law enforcement and say, hey, this is what happened. Matter of fact, that's what should have happened. The alleged victim in this case he should have gone to the local law enforcement and said, this guy shoved me. And then this guy would get a notice to appear, get a $37 fine, and that would be the end of it. Instead, he's being charged. I'm sure this, is, this FACE Act is some sort of convoluted, trumped-up felony that the FBI has come up with in the dark of night in some uh, uh, you know, smoke-filled room in the back of the FBI building. Act, uh, the abortion activist, so he shoved an abortion activist who had confronted his 12-year-old son outside of an abortion clinic, coming to the defense of his son. He, this guy got, this abortion activist got in his son's face and he just, he just made distance between the two. The alleged victim, get this now, tried to sue Hauk, that's our, that's our guy here in the picture, the guy who was arrested, but the case was thrown out of court. Do you realize how this works in a civil case? In a, in a, in a criminal case, you have, in a civil case, you have to have the preponderance of evidence. So it most likely possibly occurred for you to win a civil suit. That was thrown out. There wasn't enough evidence to prove, there wasn't a preponderance of evidence to prove that he even shoved this abortion activist. So it was thrown out of court. But the, court, but the FBI deemed that they had probable cause to execute a search warrant using 30 FBI agents fully armed with automatic weapons, pointing those weapons at this guy and his kids and his wife while his kids are crying. This guy couldn't even get this case to float in court, but here comes Merrick Garland and Christopher Ray to make sure that they arrest a Republican. It's all that this is about. That's all that it is. Absolutely disgusting. 
Speaking of disgusting, let's go back to vaccinations. Now, I played this clip, but I'm setting it up for something else. I played it earlier in the week. It's a brief clip. Dr. Ryan Cole. Dr. Ryan Cole, unlike Anthony Fauci, unlike Anthony Fauci's wife, who's on the the bioethics board for the NIH, which is the ones who stipulates whether FDA vaccines are approved or not. That's Anthony Fauci's wife does that. Unlike both Fauci, she doesn't have his last name, but unlike both Fauci's, unlike the FDA, unlike Rochelle Walensky, the head of the CDC, unlike all the COVID caving doctors, Ryan Cole has actually studied what the vaccine's doing. Ryan Cole has actually taken slides of live and dead people and show their cellular structures being manipulated by this gene therapeutic, by this gene manipulator. He's actually done the research. And now the truth is coming out about this vaccine. And I am telling you, and I've been telling you this for months, they will not be able to hide the bodies. It's coming, folks. It is coming. But here's Dr. Ryan Cole on the vaccines and cancer. Play it for me. The spike protein is a toxin. So it's not doesn't matter whether it's J&J, AstraZeneca, Moderna, uh, Pfizer, they all make your body make a spike protein. That spike protein binds to a tumor suppressor gene family, P53. It also binds to the breast cancer gene BRCA and the ovarian cancer gene BRCA. We know that that spike protein can induce cancer pathways, period. It's happening. Cancers are on the increase across the board lymphomas, leukemias, blood cancers, because that spike goes to the bone marrow. The lipid nanoparticle carries the mRNA to your dividing stem cells because it doesn't stay in the arm. It can go into any cell in your body and it turns that cell into a spike factory. It inhibits the ability for your DNA to repair itself. It binds to uh, our mitochondria, destroys the energy of our brain cells, destroys the energy of our liver cells, destroys the energy of any cell it gets into. Your own immune system attacks those cells. So a lot of people have arthritic pain, muscle pain. It's because those cells are being attacked by your own immune system because they're expressing this foreign spike protein. That spike protein causes mechanisms of cancer in many people, And I've been seeing that in the lab. I've been having it confirmed by oncologists, radiologists, radiation oncologists, pathologists all around the world as I travel. It is happening. It's on the uptick. Our military database showed it until our Department of Defense illegally froze that database and hit the data. Um, This is a crime against humanity where using a dangerous product on humanity that is harming the human cells, that is harming the human body, that is harming our hormones, that is harming our reproductive organs, that is harming any organ where that that protein lands, period. So again, this is what we've been talking about here on the show. Uh, You can put that side by side if you want, guys, for the last 18 months. Now, this is an ethical skeptic graph, and if you see it, it's hard for you to see, but if you look at that white portion to the far right of the screen, again, I showed this on Thursday. I just had to show this again because I wanted people to see it because it's not just about people catching COVID. It's not just about pulmonary embolisms, not just about myocarditis, pericarditis, and many other maladies. We're talking about stone cold cancer here. If you look at the excess, what that says is extra cancer deaths. What do we normally have in that time frame that's illustrated in this graph? We are up 25 thousand and that's at the end there in the beginning of 2021 we're up 25,000 and this is not cancer cases this is cancer deaths understand this you can bring it back to me without will now what's the reason behind this is to basically summarize what dr cole says is that this is antibody dependent enhancement syndrome 
It is your immune system that fights off cancer. What happens is your cancer cells come in and your immune system says that's a foreign body. And if you have a fully functioning, non-hyperactive, it's not, you think you'd want a hyperactive immune system. You don't. That's what the S-spike protein response does. A hyperimmune response. You want a normal immune response because Yahweh knows what he's doing. Yahweh knows how to make a perfect immune system. And Albert Borla of Pfizer BioNTech, Moderna and the NIH, and AstraZeneca and Johnson and Johnson know how to screw up what God made. That's all that they do. But what happens is your immune system, if it's normal, God functioning immune system, is that they spot your immune system, your antibodies spot cancer cells and they go those are the enemies they attach to them and then dagger those things to death yes i'm making it very simplistic and ryan cole probably puke if he saw my summation of his video but i'm just telling you that's how it works they come in and dagger that thing to death dispose of it kill it off and then that's the end of it now if you've had the vaccination and your genes have been manipulated by s spike proteins it causes a hyperimmune response, which is called antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome. And what happens is, is that your antibodies then attach to cancer cells, and they don't kill them. They usher them. Why would we have 25,000 extra cancer deaths? Explain that. Didn't have them without the vaccines. Got them with the vaccines. How does that make any sense at all? And Ryan called, Ryan, Dr. Ryan Cole talks about the D-Men database. That's the database for the military. Strangely, because every malady in the military, every sickness, illness, disease, and malady has increased by 300 to 2,800%. Myocarditis is up 2,800%. Neurological disorders up 1,000%. Neoplasms up 5, 6, 700%. This is where we are. And lo and behold, they take down the database. It's the CDC did the same thing. Why would the CDC take down the database that puts out the information about hospitalization and death rates amongst the vaccinated? Why would this? And then what's amazing to me is that people see this. Maybe you're vaccinated and you want to know what's the death rate. I'm talking about the death rate for COVID-19. People dying and being hospitalized of COVID-19 post-vaccination. If you've been vaccinated, maybe you'd want to know before you took the booster. So people want to look into that, right? And they can't find it. And they go, well, why can't I find it? Well, because your government took it down. And then they go take the booster. Why would you ever take a vaccination from a company who wants to keep their information confidential? Why would you ever take medical advice from a government that wants to keep their information confidential. The, the, I mean, you had, you had Pfizer BioNTech wanted to keep the development of their vaccination confidential for 75 years and lost in federal court. They had to get an injunction. The, the plaintiff had to get an injunction against Pfizer BioNTech and the FDA who was suing on Pfizer's behalf to release that information. And then Christians see that a company is trying to keep confidential their vaccine development for 75 years so that all that are responsible for the development of that vaccination will be dead by the time anybody knows how it was developed. And then the Christians go and take that vaccine. I'm like, where is your discernment in the Holy Ghost? And now the latest out of the vaccine, everybody knows. You have Moderna and you have Pfizer. This is how they did their latest booster vaccination rollout. Moderna had 10 mice. 10 mice, they injected them with the Moderna mRNA vaccination. 
all 10 mice caught COVID. And then they released that this was safe and effective and will keep you out of the hospital. Okay. Or dead. Yeah, right. As the CEO of Pfizer just caught COVID again for the second time in 40 days. And four vaccinations, Paxlovid, and waiting for his fifth. And then Pfizer did their latest booster rollout, supposed to stop Omicron BA4, BA5. And they tried it on eight mice. But get this, Pfizer did the funny thing. All eight mice didn't catch COVID. Why? Because none of the eight mice were ever introduced to COVID. They didn't expose them to COVID. So they can say, yeah, you know what? All these mice that we injected with our mRNA gene therapy, gene manipulator, gene alterer, none of them caught COVID. Well, of course, because you never actually introduced the mice to COVID. And then everybody lines up to take their vaccination. This is one. This is why you have Hosea 4.6. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. During the Pfizer BioNTech trials, 1,200 people died and 44% of the women who were pregnant miscarried. All right, go to the next one for me, Will. USDA tweets. So with all this information in mind, get this. The USDA, FDA, and remember, they get their vaccinations approved from Anthony Fauci's, now Anthony Fauci's wife's NIH bioethics division. Understand that. When the FDA wants to get their vaccinations FDA approved, they're actually NIH approved, and the person who approves them is Anthony Fauci's wife. That's absolute fact, not right-wing conspiracy theory. So you have cancer through the roof, and the FDA is telling you, don't be shocked. You can now recharge your immune system with an updated COVID-19. So as cancer rates go through the roof, your federal drug administration is trying to get you to get vaccinated again and again and again. Go to the next one for me, Will, hhs.gov video. Here's Fauci pimping and whoring the vaccines again. Play it for me. It is becoming increasingly clear that looking forward with the COVID-19 pandemic, in the absence of a dramatically different variant, we likely are moving towards a path with a vaccination cadence similar to that of the annual influenza vaccine with annual updated COVID-19 shots matched to the currently circulating strains for most of the population. However, some particularly vulnerable groups may continue to need more frequent vaccination against COVID-19. So as Albert Borla is currently modeling for everybody, the CEO of Pfizer, you will get vaxxed over and over and over again. And again, I tell you this, and those of you that watch the TLP, I know you've heard this before, but again, this is the reverse of gaslighting. This is the reverse of propagandizing. This is truth telling. The purpose of vaccinating you over and over again is to proliferate COVID-19, not stop it. Because as long as you get rid of people's immune systems, they'll get sicker and sicker and sicker with each COVID outbreak. This is why nobody who's unvaccinated had any problem with Omicron. I'm sitting in a room full of people unvaccinated right now. There's five of us in this room. Not one of us had any problem with Omicron. None of us had any problem with Delta. Nothing. But the people who are dying, nine out of ten people dying in Canada, in May, of course, they probably shut this information off now. We're all fully vaccinated people. Number one cause of death in Alberta, Canada is unknown. If you just keep on attacking people's immune system every time, taking 10, 15, 20, 30% of their immune system away with each dose. I'm talking about going back to the first. First dose, second dose, first booster, second booster. Now people are on their fifth booster. Every time decimating 
their immune system, then you get to keep your COVID totalitarianism in place. Oh, we got to lock down again. Look at all these people dying. Yeah, the people dying are all vaccinated. It's a fact. They're all dying. The people that are dying and are hospitalized are all vaccinated, statistically speaking. Of course, there's always a few that aren't, but most of them have comorbidities. So that they can just keep, they keep saying, right now they can say it because they can go, you know what, in New Zealand, it's more COVID deaths now than ever under Joe Biden. Joe Biden's had 850,000 people die of COVID. I don't believe the numbers. I'm just telling you that's what his CDC says. He said, so he's had 850,000 people uh, with, and, and his entire term, vaccinations were completely and totally available. 850,000 people have died of COVID under Joe Biden with a vaccinated country, 200 million Americans vaccinated, 100 million boosted, 850,000 died. And with no vaccinations at all, and in the epicenter of the alpha, which was the most dangerous variant of all, was the alpha variant, was the most deadly. You had 300,000. I don't believe those numbers either. I'm just using the CDC's numbers and the Democratic Party's numbers against them. You had 300,000 Americans die without any vaccination. So with vaccinations, 850,000 Americans are dying. 400 per day with the vaccinations. Those 400 per day, 90% of those people are vaccinated. We, Tommy, you can't prove that. Yeah, they won't release the numbers. If, if, am I wrong if they're not releasing the numbers or am I right? What, what does the evidence show? If 400 Americans a day are dying of COVID, and remember those are the, the, CD def, the CDC's definitions of dying of COVID, which means presumed COVID, testing positive of COVID. Remember, presumed is a big part of that. Dying with COVID, not of COVID. And of course, the average age hasn't changed. The average age of death of COVID in America is 79. The average life expectancy in America is 77. So what, what does the evidence tell you? Does the evidence tell you when you take down the hospitalization and death rates of COVID-19 amongst the vaccinated, you take that information down, then who's dying of COVID then? Who's hospitalized with COVID? We all know what the truth is. The evidence tells us what the truth is. All right, Ian Miller tweet, hard to believe that after the initial two-dose series was supposed to make someone fully vaccinated, we're now on our third booster shot. He's behind the times here. In just about a year, incredible how quickly the science has changed. The science changed fully vaccinated to up-to-date with five shots in a year and a half. He's actually, he's a little behind. Ian Miller's awesome. He's the best. Make sure you follow him on Twitter. But he's, he's a little behind. We're now on shot five. All right, moving to the border. And remember, you may think all of these things are separate. They're not. Vaccinations are all about getting to the vaccine passport to leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a single access point. An open border is to leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a single access point. How can that work? Well, it's simple. Whether it's the Netherlands, whether it's England, England's overrun with Islamists right now. Overrun with Islamists. They have no heritage connection to England. Same thing they're trying to do in America is overrun American with Venezuelans, Guatemalans, Mexicans, Cubans, Russians, Saudi Arabians. They're all 40-something countries per day, really, are actually represented at the border, crossing into the border, crossing our southern border. Can't fly into America without a vaccination, but you can walk in through the southern border to the tune of 5 million by the end of this year under the Biden administration. This is all about flooding the zone with illegals that have no heritage connection to the country that they illegally immigrated into, whether it's a European country, the United States, Canada, or anybody else, or any other country. They have no heritage, to, heritage connection. They have no, like, just you take America as an example. They have no connection to the Bill of Rights. They have no connection to the Declaration of Independence, no connection to the Constitution, no, no, no connection to our norms and standards, no connection to our language. So they will be easily globally governed you know they're like oh we've we've arrived in the land of the free and the home of the brave 
but they're actually going to be governed by the World Economic Forum. They won't happen because you and I are going to stand, and our lifetime will hold America. We will hold America. We are the Second Thessalonians chapter 2, 3 through 8, restraining of the church. We will hold America. As Jonathan Shuttlesworth says, as long as there is one good church in the world, the devil cannot take over. The beast one, the beast two, and the dragon cannot take over out of, book of, out of the book of Revelation. So that's what it's about. Get Flood the zone, flood these countries with easily globally governed illegal migrants. Now here's one of the stupidest people. Now the reason why I highlight Gavin Newsom is because he is going to run for president in 2024 if Biden doesn't run which I think they're already planning on him running. They know Kamala is unelectable, so they're going to get the greasy slickster. To go, he's going to run. And listen to what he says about illegal immigration. Play for me. Are more people leaving California for Texas or leaving Texas for California? Well, we lost about 182,000 folks in the last... But century. how do you explain that <clears throat> against the backdrop of those very remarkable statistics you just cited? Um, many factors, and there's been two deep analysis that drives the number one factor, the, almost, the, the vast majority, almost the entire amount, impacted because of the visa policies in the Trump administration. I mean, our formula for success is getting first-round draft choice around the rest of the world. I mean, we're as dumb as we want to be. This whole border debate is made up. It's made up. Where's Congress? Where the they, they haven't done their job? So this whole, he says this whole border crisis is made up. I mean, it's really amazing. It's just like the video that I showed you earlier where you have them decriminalizing violent felonies and calling it the Safety Act. You have this year, this year up to date right now, the Biden administration has allowed 4.9 million people to cross the border. There's 9 million that live in New York. 4.9 million is more than at least 20 states' populations. As he's let in in his 18 or 19 months in office. And you, you think of it, again, it's just, it's just like calling something that's the criminal act, the enabling criminal act, the safety act. And this galactic, greasy-haired buffoon comes up and says, this whole border crisis is made up. He's had 182,000 people. He's lost two congressional seats. 182,000 people have evacuated his country, his, his state, which is 40 million people live there. You cannot get a U-Haul in the state of California. They're all gone. You have to wait. You can, you can get one in Texas to California. They'll actually, U-Haul will give you for free. This is a fact, by the way. U-Haul will give you a free truck if you're going to move from Texas to, to California because then they'll be able to resupply their trucks in California. They're out of there. People are moving on. But, so they're, they're being ruined by illegal immigration. And this governor has the gall to come out and say that this, this whole border crisis is a conspiracy theory. I mean, 4.9 million people is a conspiracy theory? And by the way, let me, and I know you hear this all the time if you watch the TLP, but I just always have to make this clear to you. That's the 409,000 that they made contact with. That doesn't count getaways. And even people undershoot the whole getaway thing. Because the getaways are the still people that they documented that they saw. This is not counting all the people that crossed the border that never came into contact with the CBP. So it's, and according to CBP statistics, again, you hear this all the time on the, T, on the, on the, on the TLP. According to CBP statistics, it's one to five times that many. It, there, I mean, think about it. It could be 25 million people that crossed already. 25 million people. Three New York cities that have crossed already, potentially. 
Potentially. All right, where am I at? Well, national file. National file tweet. House Democrats move to allow wondering what it's all about. Wondering what it's all about. House Democrats move to allow non-citizens to vote in U.S. elections. Congressional Democrats on the House Judiciary Committee passed an amendment to elect to an elections bill today calling for non-citizens to vote in U.S. elections. It just got over. By the way, this has already been enacted in the state of New York, and it got overturned by the Supreme Court. Can I, what, how, what rights would a non-citizen have to vote in a citizen's election? It makes absolutely no sense, but that's the Democratic Party. But just on a fun little side note here. It is, I mean, it is, they always like to talk about democracy, democracy, democracy. And I'm stealing this from Steve Bannon. They're about to get a democracy enema. It's coming on November 8th. A democracy enema is coming because you know what the Hispanic uh, voting rate is for Republicans right now that shows how, what the percentage of Hispanics that are going to vote red in November 8th. It used to be 20%. It's polling at 56%. Their own policies is, is going to give them a democracy enema. You think that it's standard? Listen, I don't agree with anybody who breaks the law to enter into this country. But do you think that an Hispanic family, normally Catholic, wants to go and have put their kids in a public school, which is brought to them by the Democratic Party, the NEA, which is hypersexualized, the National Education Association, the largest teachers union? Do you think that they want to take their Catholic son or daughter who's six, seven, eight years old, put them into a Democratic Party transgender classroom and have a, a, a condom put on a cucumber and told that they can identify as male and female depending on their mood and then have, and then have their kids scheduled behind their parents' backs to have their breasts and penises lopped off? You think, do, you think they, do you think Hispanics who are very traditional are going to last with the Democrats? No, and they're not. They're turning our way, and this 56% right now. By the time November 8th hits, who knows what the percentage will be? Where am I at, Will Bumaligian? So remember, well, just being side by side. I don't think, is there any sound on this thing? Yeah, it's just side by side. Of course, this is infrared, infrared um, camera footage from Eagle Pass, Texas. And it's from about six, seven days ago. And remember, Gavin Newsom, now this is just one. This is in Del Rio, Texas. This is just one. Look at this. Gavin Newsom says there's no, er- that the open border is a, comp- is a conspiracy theory. That's what Gavin Newsom says. Do you see how stupid these people are? I wonder if these people even know that there's technology. I mean, I'm about as technologically illiterate as you can get. I would never make some, a galactically stupid comment like that. I mean, look at this. He says there's no open borders. That open borders is a right-wing conspiracy theory. As you can see, every night this is happening. Every night, every day. There, look at, I mean, look at, oh, this is a conspiracy theory, Gavi? Hey, Gavi. Gavi, this is a conspiracy theory? Somebody listen, like and share, like and share, like and share. Actually, tag Gavin Newsom on this. Send it to him. Seriously, tag it, tag Gavin Newsom. And send this to him and go, hey, Gavi, and make sure it's G-A-V-V-Y. Hey, Gavi, conspiracy theory? Right-wing conspiracy theory? We're just using this to gin up our base? No, it's absolute fact. 4.9 million across the border. And I just have to show you this again. Here's what the Vice President of the United States has to say about our open border. Play it for me. Would you call the border secure? I think that there is no question that we have to do what the president and I asked Congress to do is the first request we made, pass a bill to create a pathway to citizenship. The border is secure, but we also have a broken immigration. 
The border is secure. Can you guys flip that video back, the one that we just played? If you guys can, you can't. If you, if you can, you can. If you can't, you can't. Don't worry about it. But there it is. Now, Kamala Harris says the border is secure. Hey, go, can you rewind it, Will, to the better footage? That look. There you go. Just freeze that if you can, you guys. Just do the best you can. Kamala Harris says the border is secure. I mean, can you see how nonsense? If something is nonsensical, if something is illogical, then there is a nefarious motive behind it because she's a World Economic Forum actor. Never, none of these, none of the kind you can bring it back to me, none of the consequences of their illegal immigration open borders policies will ever touch Kamala Harris. She's a multi, multi, multi millionaire who lives behind a wall with armed security and has for years. None of these illegal immigrants are ever going to touch her since she doesn't care. And by the time that the globalist left is running things out of Davos, they'll crush all these people into submission. They'll send them all back. As soon as, as, soon as their usefulness is gone, they'll shove them all back. It's perfectly illustrated Mark Martha's Vineyard. I mean, come on, the globalist left had a chance to rise. They, mean, they could have they could rise. They could have, oh, you know what? We got them. Let's, we're opening up Barack Hussein Obama's 29-acre, uh, 12-bedroom mansion, $11 million, $12 million mansion. We're going to open that up, and we're giving all the good, easily, easily house 48 illegal immigrants. They had the chance to shine. Let your light so shine among men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Of course, their father's the devil. They had the chance. It perfectly illustrates who they really are. What they do? Less than 24 hours after they flew in to Martha's Vineyard Airport, they bust them out under armed military guards, the National Guard, and called FEMA. They called FEMA on 48 people. They called the National Guard on 48 people, and they're primarily women and children. They had their chance. They blew a Bill Malusian tweet, breaking its official. For the first time, migrant encounters at the border have surpassed 2 million in one year. One year, CBP reports there were 203,598 migrant encounters at the border in August, bringing the total for fiscal year 2022 to 2 million this year alone. That's why we're at 4.9 million to date under the Biden administration. 2.15 million, and there is still one month left to go. So we'll be at about, let's see if it's 200, we'll be at about... 2,400,000 by the end of October. Great job, Biden administration. Anybody who voted for him. And the only reason why they're in office is because the church masked, the church locked down, the church bought into the narrative that a 99.9% survival virus. And by by the way, it's a narrative. It's propaganda. It's bullface, Goebbels, lying propaganda, gaslit propaganda, treating the... uh, a very, very survival, 99.9% survival virus is a 99.9% non-survival virus acting like something is what it is not. Everybody's scared to go vote in person, so you allow all the sucker boxes to manifest ballots throughout the night as they shut off counting. But I mean, uh, President Trump is up by 800,000 votes when I went to bed at 2 o'clock in the morning in Pennsylvania. When I got up in the morning at 10 o'clock in the morning, he was up by 1,200 votes. That's your fault if you masked. That's your fault if you lock down, Christian. Have you ever said you were wrong? I never, I never understand why people get so upset about masking. Have you looked at the Biden administration? That's why I get upset about it. You abide in lies. Be not deceived. 
God is not mocked for whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. If you sow into lies, you strap masks on your face saying that's going to stop a viral infection. You, you, you lock down your church, your business saying that you're, you're being one with the community alone together because you're going to stop a viral infection. Those are all lies. You bought into it. So if you, if you sow lies, you get a liar in the White House. That's how it works. You need to come out and say those vaunted three words, I was wrong. Bill Maluchin tweet, new per, per DHS source at Fox News, in a 24-hour window from Saturday to Sunday, El Paso sector, look at the date on the bottom, 918, sector was the, sector was the busiest with 1,967 illegal crossings and only 335 Title 42 ex, expulsions. That's expelling them for COVID. So you, you had one, uh, two, basically 2,000 entries and 300 were kicked back. Del Rio sector had 1,700 illegal crossings and 500 kickbacks, so 1,200 stayed. Yuma sector has five, 757 and 39, and 39 were kicked out. So Kamala Harris is saying that the majority of these people are being kicked out. No, no, about 4%, 5%, maybe as high as 15% get kicked out on any given day at any given encounter at any given uh, CBP station. Here's just a pic of Michelle Obama. Here's what says you. This is a, this is a quote from her. Someone, this is a quote from her. Someone is going to have to give up a piece of their pie so others can have more. Now let's look where Shelly lives, shall we? Here's her 11 on the top, $11.7 million Martha's, uh, Martha's Vineyard Mansion. She hasn't given that up yet. Now let's see now. Now you got the Hawaii. Is it Oahu, Aaron? You always know. Oahu, Hawaii. There's her $8.75 million mansion. The top two on the water that she said would have already flooded those areas by now, according to her climate hoax agenda or climate hoax hoax narrative. $8.1 million Washington, D.C. mansion and her, now this is where they're slumming it, the $1.7 million Chicago mansion. They have to have four homes. Both of their kids are gone and in college, but her and Barack Hussein Obama, they have to have four mansions. But you now, you have to give up more for illegal aliens so that illegal aliens can have comfort inside of the United States. Speaking of cabals, let's try to finish. I'll go with this. Malcolm Roberts, Malcolm Roberts video. Now, this is the climate end of the cabal, whether it's crime, whether it's climate, whether it's border, it's all to leverage you into a one world commerce system with singular access point. Here's Malcolm Roberts. Play for me. Big Chinese corporations, state-owned <laughs> Communist Party of China corporations. Yeah. <laughs> they're making, they, they, they produce 70 to 80%, sometimes 90% of the components of solar panels and wind turbines, Alan. And what are they doing? They're building coal-fired stage, power stations hand over fist because they want to keep their manufacturing in China while they send us the rubbish from the coal, solar panels and the, uh, and, the, and the wind turbines. And 17 internationally respected climate scientists from six nations, including Australia, and covering many disciplines of climate science and climatology, confirmed your conclusion that CSIRO has never presented logical scientific points needed as a basis of policy insights. Correct. They include people like John Christie, who used to be a yeah. uh, lead author in the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, that one of the top people on temperatures around the world. And he said they have never done that. Never, never provided any evidence for their for their claims. Well, we've got a climate change bill now. It's gone through both houses of parliament. <laughs> You've said Malcolm Roberts, Senator Malcolm Roberts has said, and you can tell by the way he speaks, 
He knows his stuff inside out because he's got an academic background that enables him to analyse all this. But you've said it's the biggest change, and this is a big statement, to Australian lives that Parliament has ever considered. It's taking us back to the cave, caves. Now, there we go. Now, here's the thing. That's what the climate is simply about. Climate is about all, it's just, again, it's no different than gun grabbing. It's no different than masking. It's no different than vaccinations. It's all to leverage you into a one world commerce system. The point behind it all is to get you on a social credit system. The point of COVID was to get you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point. And we can, you can be overly simplistic by saying vaccine passports, but no, it's all just a singular access point. However, they want to do it. The only way to get that card, that singular access point, that QR code is with a vaccine passport, an ESG score. That's what it's all about. It's the book of Revelation unfolding right before your very eyes. We must stand firm then and not let ourselves be burdened again with a yoke of slavery. Back here, Tuesday night, 8.30, 90 minutes of fury. Listen, I love you all and God bless you. So why give to the TLP? It is for freedom that Christ has set us free, but that's not the end of it. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burned again by a yoke of slavery. We do not gauge our words. We do not hold back. So sow seed to the cause of freedom in victory in Jesus' mighty name. I stand unequivocally on the Word of God, on healing, the Bible, prosperity, the Bible, sin, the Bible, everything, protection, the Bible, church, the Bible. 